Live from our super secret studios above Jacques' flower shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 1 of Gerard at Large. I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtDodge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because... Well, you don't have to listen to us type and try to talk at the same time when we're on social media. It's just the typing there, and I was tripping over my own tongue because I was trying to log into my website so I could actually post the newsread I just read to you. And, uh, you know, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. How many times has the attack in Las Vegas been blamed on the president? Social media, unbelievable. CBS executives saying, ah, they're all Republican gun toters. I don't even feel bad for them. What? (laughs) We told you it was going to be ugly, folks. And then, of course, Hillary Clinton and her evil screed against the uh, NRA. What is it about people on the left that they just can't wait? They just can't wait. To pound those who suffer in hate. There are a number of questions uh, that are outstanding here. And they will be answered. But, uh, you know, I have to tell you, I I, I did something I almost never do. And that's I I watched the news last night. And so frustrated with uh, was I... um, I just, I couldn't stand it because it was all about, it was all about uh, guns, mass shootings, president, former, the former occupant of the White House, whose name I will never speak on this air, these airwaves again, and ABC doing retrospectives and all of the press uh, conferences or whatever it is you want to call them that he made following Mass shootings. You know where I got the best information last night of any network reporting on this? Bar none. You're going to laugh, but it was Inside Edition. Yes, with Deborah Norville. And I got to hand it to Inside Edition. Their people actually conducted themselves as if they were (gasps) objective journalists, reporters, shock and awe. I learned more stuff from watching their reports than I learned and any of the God knows how much stuff that I watched. Like, you know how the Las Vegas police found the guy? Apparently, the gun he was using or the guns he was using set off the smoke alarms in his room. So they knew exactly where he was when the smoke alarm went off. Now, did you hear it on ABC, CBS, NBC, or anywhere else? No. And they had a whole bunch of other very useful information to my understanding things. The uh, interview with this guy, Paddock's brother in Florida, 
they're completely they, they just don't know what to say he's just like huh guy maybe owned a gun or two but uh to have an arsenal like that he wasn't a gun guy see i have to tell you i don't understand how the government who after god knows how many millions of dollars and months of inquiry still can't determine because they can't find anything connecting donald trump or any of his people to russia can all of a sudden instantly go, oh, no, no, there's no ISIS connection here. How do you know? Something caused this guy to crack. And, you know, I love that. Have you heard the discussion? Have you heard the discussion about uh, how people on the left can't get over how this, this man of white privilege, this millionaire with all of the benefits of being white in society would just lose his mind and go kill people? I don't know. Maybe he was radicalized. Can't wait to see whether or not that what they find in his computer. Or his browsing history. And what are they going to do if they find out that ISIS was actually telling the truth? It's not like they have a long and distinguished history of claiming attacks that really aren't theirs. Somebody said, oh, well, they did that in the Philippines. Okay, they did it once. Maybe. So there are a lot of questions to be answered here. Did he really have machine guns or did he modify semi? Where did he come up with all of that anyway? So we have Eric in Manchester on the line. Good morning, Eric. Oh, I, I don't know what I heard about. I know a lot of different radio stations. And they, uh, they were saying, believe it or not, there's less mass shootings than there has been in the years past. And of course, they get well publicized now, I guess, from the 24-7 media. But the, uh, even though the, you know, this guy went, went, went nuts and they uh, killed all those people, the, uh, I'm thinking that obviously he has some, uh, some uh, serious, uh, he already has some serious mental issues because he obviously don't kill people without, excuse me, with, with um, being a totally, totally uh, okay person. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, what? Uh, so that would seem obvious to me, Eric. But you know, the family has said he's got no history whatsoever of any kind of mental illness or any kind of odd wow. behavior. Uh, apparently, they found his girlfriend, who they thought was so. There was a person of interest that they did believe they located. Remember, they put out bulletins for cars, and they found him, and they do believe they located her. But the the person they were they were thought they were looking for, Mary Lou uh, Danley, his girlfriend, was actually overseas at the time. But you know what they haven't said? Where overseas she is? I know is she in Pakistan, or is she yeah. in yeah, or, or 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 is she in Prague? I mean, where well, is she? They said years ago where. September 11th, that we're just going to worry about these people that are lone wolves, you know, do bad things on their own. Yeah. This, this guy here, you know, I'm, I'm, oh my God, but I, I always think, you know, this is the way I think, I don't know if you think this way, but I always like to think that people that do this stuff, you know, we, obviously we pay for all the victims, you know, people that get shot and killed and all this horrible stuff, but I, I think that he needs extra prayers. Well, <laughs> wherever he's going now, he's going to have to answer to the good Lord for what he did, and I, I always think that he needs extra prayers, well, along so, with everybody else. So many people forget about the shooter, you know. The, the good Lord says we have to pray for everybody, including our enemies, so. 
Yes, he does. That's the way I think. I don't know if they both think that way. So that's my two cents, and have a great show. All right, Eric, we appreciate the call. 606-6762. Eric says we need to pray for the soul of the shooter. Uh, well, that's what the people in the church in South Carolina did after Dylan Root went in there, right? But that's another thing that I learned watching Inside Edition that I didn't learn anywhere else. Guess who rigged up a security camera on the outside of the door? That's right, Stephen Paddock. So what did he do? As soon as he saw the cops were on the floor outside the door, he shot himself. Apparently, he wasn't going to come out of that room alive, and he wanted to know when the cops were going to come through the door so he could kill himself. Didn't learn that anywhere else, did you? So here we have a guy who clearly had to engage over a period of time in some pretty serious planning to pull this off. His family's got no explanation. I saw the interviews with his brother who seemed generally like, oh my head, what just happened? You know, he said, look, he was just a guy. He didn't have any political causes. He didn't have any religious causes. He wasn't affiliated with any groups. That he knew of, he said. He always was quick to add that. But we're left here with a quandary. And in the middle of all of it, rather than wait and see what's happening, what do we have? It's Trump's fault. It's white supremacists. It's any number of things. So I think there are a couple keys here. One... We need more information about the weapons. And have you noticed that the number of weapons uh, varies greatly depending on which network you're watching? Whatever it was, it was a lot, which surprised the brother who said, yeah, I knew he owned a handgun or two, but what? All of this stuff? No. So the question is whether or not he had the fully automatic weapons or he modified semi-automatic weapons to become fully automatic. One has to ask, Where did the guns come from? How did he get them? If they were modified semi-automatics, did he do it himself or did he have help? Who helped him? Where where is the girlfriend? Where is she? You know, on Facebook, she's a proud mom and grandma. Is she really? Have they been radicalized? Have they not? Did something happen and the guy have some kind of psychotic break? Why was the, why is the girlfriend overseas? I don't know. But, you know, there was a uh there was a report, I think it was two women on I think it was CNN, which makes me immediately suspect of anything. But in an interview there, they talked about a woman who they uh that they they came across who told them they were all going to effing die tonight. Is that the woman the police have, uh, you know, is that the, the, the person of interest the police were looking for? So I think everybody needs to kind of cool their jets here and let the investigation unfold. And let's just hope that there's an honest investigation. We should not dismiss lightly or out of hand ISIS's claim. It could be an opportunistic claim. 
It could be one that's trying to uh, improve its brand and make it look like a uh, make it make it look like it's got another uh, success to its credit. But I'm curious about why authorities were so quick to dismiss it. And oh, don't you love the people out there? I mean, this whole I can't uh I don't even want to talk about it. But Jim Gadette will be in to talk about it with us this morning. That and oh so much more. So as soon as he walks through the door, and not just because I'm interested in decaf and chocolate, he'll be uh he'll be in here because there's a lot of ground to cover. Plus there's a lot of public safety news happening right here in the Granite State. Uh also some news out of Canada. Uh, you know, there have been a couple actual other terror attacks, one in Canada and one another one in France, La France again, which have been overshadowed by this shooting. Everybody's talking about this instead of those. So it's been a, it's been kind of a rough week for police officers, and we, we touched on that a little bit with Jim yesterday when he called in. So we got a lot of ground to cover in public safety this week. Uh, we'll get his insights into this investigation and how it will unfold. Uh, in the eight o'clock hour, we are going to hear from Christopher Stewart. He is a candidate for alderman in Manchester Ward one. Some people think he, uh, has got no shot against incumbent Kevin Kavanaugh. He thinks otherwise, and he's going to make the case to our large and loyal listening audience here on Gerard at large. And in the seven o'clock hour, we will hear from our friends at the Granite United way for community connections. In between all of that, it's just you, the thousands of you, and me, once again, together. This is Gerard at Large.